Welcome to the Adventures in Online Business podcast, a podcast of two guys thinking out loud while building and scaling their online businesses. Now, if you enjoy the podcast, we'd ask that you go to your favorite podcast app or player and rate, review, and subscribe. Now, without further ado, here are those two guys building and scaling their online businesses, Stephen Faust and Michael Tanner. Michael Tanner, my friend, how are you doing this week? Man, Stephen, I am doing wonderful. Here in Atlanta, Georgia this morning, I was washing my wife's car at 58 degrees. I had a sweater on washing her car this morning. I'm sure you're still in the triple digits though, right? Well, you know what we call 58 degrees in Phoenix? We call that a record low. That's what we call that. It's still triple digits here. It's going to be for the next 10 days or so. But hey, it's getting cooler. It's lower triple digits than it was and it has been, which is which is great. So uh, if, how did, what did you think of our new intro music, man? Man, I love it. It feels like an adventure. Yeah, it feels right? like I, I need popcorn. I, I told you, I think I told you when I first heard it, I felt like I'm sitting in a, in a movie theater, uh, you know, ready for that adventure movie that I was about <laughs> to watch. Right. Yeah, so, I was, no, it's awesome, man. Yeah, as I was looking over the different music and I wanted to, to pivot to uh, music that was more in line with our new brand adventures and online business, which is this adventure. It's kind of th- uh, cinematic and theatrical. And I, I just, I just, uh, kind of love that. It gets me, gets me going. So in episode 50, we talked about, talked about the transition. We talked about the, why we were doing these things, the pivot and how we led into that decision. And now we're on episode 51 and getting with the program now with the new brand. And what, first of all, before we talk about what we're covering today, just on the heels of episode 50 and the changes that you've seen, I walked you through the brand changes and mm-hmm. what we're doing on uh, behind the scenes on the Simplecast podcast network and things. What do you think of all the the different artwork and things that we're doing? No, I think it's awesome. I, you know, I think it's evidence that, uh, well, at least you, because look, let's just be honest here in front of everybody. You did pretty much all of this work, uh, but I think it's just evidence that we're getting better. We're getting smarter at this you know, this online business thing, you know, you know, everything you just described about the branding of, uh, the, 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 um, the artwork, right. It's got that adventure and it, with that little, uh, placard or that, that, that sign hanging over it, that talks yeah. about it's being an adventure. And then you talked about, well, the brand's got to, even the music has got to tie into the idea that this is an adventure. Um, so I think it's just real good evidence that, we're getting smarter about this and we're recognizing that all these elements of branding and, and things like that, they have to tie together. They have to make sense. They have to convey to the audience what they're getting into, right? If the audience is going to search for this podcast and find us and subscribe and do all those things, all this branding has got to convey to them in a clear message what they're going to be getting when they subscribe to this podcast. And it certainly does that. I think it's, I think it's phenomenal. And you hit the nail on the head when you said this online, you know, the online business, we're just getting smarter. We're getting smarter in online business. It wasn't that way day one when we did episode one or when we began the businesses that we have, either you at Credible Leaders or, or me at Army Promotion Point, what we're doing. But we're, we're so much smarter a year or two years into this yes. than we were. And, it, and that's what, I want our listeners to take away it's you often start with what you hope to accomplish, but then you get into it and realize it's, it's a little tougher in that area, a little easier in that area. And, and 
unpacking and going through this, it's a, it is an adventure and you have to learn and figure things out as you go. And there's different ways to accelerate your learning curve. But I tell you, there's no easy way. It's not a get rich quick scheme for in any stretch of the imagination. It takes work, effort and dedication and focus to get there. And that's why this podcast is put together to really share what we're doing what we're thinking to help someone either just getting started or early on in their businesses to maybe take a few of our mistakes and things that we've done and, and not make them. That's, that's the goal. Yes. So um, good totally. stuff. You ready to roll? Yeah, let's, let's roll. I, you let's know, I thought we would talk this week. Um, well, and, and maybe next week as well, but uh, an, an exercise that I find that I need to go back to on a regular basis, and that is to kind of revisit and rethink through our purpose, or, you know, other people will call it your big why. Uh, but here we are, we're, we're building at the moment, these are side gigs for both of us. We're b- building these online businesses and you've already alluded to it in this podcast episode. We've talked about it a number of times in the past. This is not easy. And when you put this on top of the fact that we already have full-time jobs, Oh, and by the way, we have, we both have families that we're very engaged with and, and all of that. So we've got a lot going on and this is a lot of hard work. And sometimes we, we make mistakes and we have failures. And if we're going to get up from those failures and, and persevere and keep going, then we've got to have a really, really strong conviction and, and purpose or big why as the, you know, why are we doing this? And I find it very energizing for me, motivating for me to revisit that on a regular basis. And then because we're doing this podcast and we've now converted it to the adventures in online business, and we're kind of right in the middle of this transition period, if you will, I thought it'd just be a really good opportune time to, to, for us both to revisit our purpose in these side gigs and share that out loud, thinking out loud uh, with our audience. How's that sound? No, it sounds, sounds great. So I, we flipped a coin before we hit record and uh, heads wins and you're up first for, right. for explaining your why. And, and this, I'm interested because I think I know you pretty well. I've known you for, I don't know, going on a year and a half. And I think I yeah. know you pretty well, but it's, it doesn't, it, it surprises me. And then it doesn't that there's always something I learn about you every time we talk. It, it wasn't too long ago. I learned that you're a beekeeper. Yes, right? you I did. did. Yeah, you stumbled across that on uh, Facebook, I believe. That's right. So uh, we knew each other for a year, and I never knew that you have honeybees in your backyard that you, uh, that you. Uh, I don't even know what you call them. You could call that farming, or do you call that, uh, what do you do with Bee- honeybees? Beekeeping. It's just beekeeping. That's like an online business right there, I'm telling you. Yeah, we might make that a, a you need business to. one day. That's awesome. We, we just might. I, I mean, it, it, you know, promotion points and <laughs> beekeeping and uh, yeah, we might just have lots of those out there. That's yes. great. Yeah. And I'm looking forward to hearing about your why. So let's go ahead and dig in. You're up first. When you think about credible leaders and what you're doing, you settled on that brand specifically. Uh, there's a reason for that. There's a passion. There's there's something that happened in your life where one day you woke up and said, you know what? I think I'm going to go do something different uh, to to supplement what I'm doing, to have a side gig. I'd like to hear all about that. Tell me how that happened. Yeah. So uh, f- for me, really kind of my big why, you know, again, if, if, I, if I have a struggle or a failure of some sort, what keeps me going? is my big why. And it's really threefold. 
Uh, and I'm going to save what I consider the, to be the most personal and in the in the top priority is last. I'll, I'll share that with the audience here last. But but really, there's three reasons. There's three purposes that I have in in what I'm doing. And the first one I think is just tied to, and I've shared it on this podcast before. I just love to serve other people and coach other people in a way that enables them and equips them to win. Whatever winning looks like in their world, right? You, you know me, I always go back to the coaching analogies because those are so easy. If I can take a, a group of people and I can coach them and I can serve them and I can work with them and get them into a basketball game and they win the games, man, that just, I'm telling you, that spins my wheels. I, it makes the hair on the back of my neck stand up. It energizes me. And so a large part of me doing all this extra work on the side is just that passion to see people win. Now, the truth is I can still do that in my corporate world. I mean, I'm in a leadership role and I have a, a pretty large team ultimately that reports to me. And I've got a really, really good, strong team that reports directly to me. And there's a lot of opportunity for me to serve them and coach them and see them win. But I can't really get outside of that box, right? I mean, that number of people and, and those individuals in, in the corporate setting, that's not going to grow over, quickly anyway, right? It may, it may grow one or two people a year or something like that, the normal growth of a business. But I'm just not going to be able to energize myself with, with, with a lot of numbers that I can serve and coach and see win unless I'm willing to step out of that corporate box and do it that way. So that for me, first, that's kind of the, the big one is I want to see more people win. And so I'm willing to put in the extra effort to do that. It, and that's a great beginning of your why. And I, and I'll unpack some of this when I go, but just the, the fact when you approach doing something different and it's based on the success of others, helping others succeed in what their calling is, you know you're off to a good start because it all begins with this this servant leadership. I think you refer to it as right. Is that what you call it? Servant leadership, Ser servant coaching, servant it's kind coaching. Of the, That's right. Yeah, a combination of the servant leader and the coaching leader, and I put those two together. So, and that that's awesome. So you know that you want to do something that continues to serve others. What I know about you is you have a deep background and success and track record in leadership. I know you're, what's the word you use? Nerd or geek? You're a nerd and I'm a geek. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Either way, we're both. That's we're right. Nerd and a geek. So you spots. nerd out on leadership Yep. And, and I do too, but you nerd out on leadership. You are serving others in a corporate capacity. Now combining those efforts in a online business, one day you wake up and you go, you know what, I'm, I have this passion, I want to serve others, I, I have this desire in my life to do something. And you come to this conclusion of, of marrying these two things together. And how does that look for you? And then what what were some of those initial steps you took? Yeah, so what it looked, I mean, you talked about a little bit, we talked about branding and all that a little bit earlier. Yeah. Um, one of the biggest, one of the first struggles for me was I knew what I wanted to do, right? I, I wanted to coach people. I wanted to, you know, uh, do these 
workshops and, and speeches and, and all of these things that would help people build great teamwork and, and, and overcome fears of leadership. And, and all. so I knew what I wanted to do, but how to do that. And from a branding standpoint, what to call that business, right? Um, and the way I landed on Credible Leaders is um, my one of my favorite books, or probably I would consider it my favorite leadership topic uh, book, is uh, called The Leadership Challenge. Uh, it's by two authors, and I never can remember how to uh, pronounce their names. Uh, but uh, The Leadership Challenge, it's a phenomenal book. It's on edition like six or seven, I think now. And I read it years ago and I've now I've gotten one of the most recent editions of it now. Uh, but in chapter two of that book, I just remember it hitting me so profoundly. It talked about the foundation of leadership and it said the foundation of leadership, it says the foundation of leadership is credibility. And so that's how I arrived on credible leaders or, or the credible leadership group is the, I guess the legal uh, title for, uh, for the business. Uh, but credibleleaders.com is obviously the, the website, the URL, but that's how I arrived at that was, I just kind of went back to that book that is again, my favorite leadership book. And, and if they say credibility is the foundation of leadership, I firmly believe that I, I've demonstrated it in my own uh, experience. And so that's how I landed on that. And so then you just get to the logistics of you grab a website, grab a URL. It happened to happen to still be available. Um, and so you just start, you just start working from there. I right? get blog posts out there, get podcast episodes out there, whatever you can do to start getting that content out there online. Yeah, you're, you're right. It's like solving a problem. You decide on a direction. You And I can't believe that that domain was available. That blows my I mind. I can't either. That, it shocked me. It you, shocked me. You know, when you go into some of these domains and they're available, but they're really easy, simple domains, they have those premium prices on them of like, I don't know, like $30,000 or something like that for the first year. It's crazy. Yeah. People make entire businesses yeah. on just making up URLs and buying them. And then when you show up wanting it, they'll sell it to you. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that's, that's really cool. You're, you're able to get that. And anyone out there starting a business that wants to get a domain, you know, try to get a domain that really, really indicates what your business is and, and simple. Don't, don't go leaderpreneur show. A, you can't spell it. <laughs> yeah. Make sure you can <laughs> pronounce it and spell it. Yeah. That was important for us as we do this <laughs> brand. Uh, yep. but, but you know, you, you did that, you got the domain and it's like solving a problem. It's, I was watching the movie Mars with, uh, no, The Martian with Matt Martian. Damon. Yep. Yeah. Yep. All. So it's, I really like that movie. And at the end of the movie, Matt Damon is, is a professor in a, at a college uh, at NASA, you know, with new astronauts. And he walks mm -hmm. in and he answers a few questions and he says, he says, it's simple. You get to work. You solve the first problem. And then you solve the second problem and then you right. solve the third problem. And, and what you do is you solve enough problems, enough series of problems. Then you start to win. You start to become successful. In his case, mm -hmm. he got to live and yeah. in that movie, in that book. So you're right. It's a great simplistic way to view this and your brand and any brand that starts. It's just a, a series of problems that you begin to solve. So you got this going now. And what, what else are you discovering along the way as far as your why? Yeah. So another part of why I got started is, well, I guess that, that first one I just shared, you know, this, this passion to see others win. I, I would say that that, uh, that is the passion part of my why. 
The second one here, maybe I would characterize it as a fear-based reason, right? And and those are okay, in my opinion, as long as that's not the only reason you're trying to do something. I mean, if, if all you're ever doing is out of fear, uh, then you're usually in a really bad spot. Um, but I do have kind of this fear-based reason for building this side business, and it's this. I have started to, over the maybe the last, say, 10 years or so, I've started to fear that there would come a time in the corporate world where I wasn't allowed to lead the way I want to lead, right? So, you know, in the corporate world, in an org structure, you've got some people that report directly to you and maybe other people underneath them. And you oftentimes get, you know, get, get tied up in the, in the HR policies or the bureaucracy or the, you know, you're working for a public company. And so a lot of decisions are made for the, for the sake of making the quarterly numbers look good. And I'm not talking about unethical stuff or whatever, but, but you just know that you have all of those constraints around you. And there might come a day that all, some of those constraints keep you from, or prevent you from being able to lead the way you want to lead. Right. And I just didn't ever want to be in that situation. And if I, and, and luckily I, I wouldn't say that I have, but I, I wanted to always be in a, in a position that if I ever found myself there, I wasn't stuck. I could move to something else. Um, something where I knew I did have the freedom to lead the way I want to lead. And, and obviously in your own business, still under law, of course, but you can lead the way you want to lead. And so I'll, again, I haven't, I haven't had a situation that I would say I was prevented from leading the way I want to lead but I can give you an example of what I'm talking about. So a, a few years back, I had an individual that uh, on my team, he's just a rock star and he voluntarily, I didn't ask him to or anything, but he voluntarily gave up his, basically his entire weekend uh, because we have team members in India and several of them were going to be here in Atlanta. And he gave up his entire weekend totally on his own took them around to the zoo and the aquarium and world of Coke and just did all sorts of things with those team members to make them feel welcome. And, and so he just way above and beyond. Right. And, you know, and I did all kinds of stuff to, to express my appreciation for what he was doing and all that, but I wanted to take it up a notch and I wanted to send a note to his wife because he was not with his family that weekend, right? And so I wanted to send a thank you note to his wife and just say, hey, I really appreciate all he did. I know that was time away from family and you guys might've had, you know, other things you wanted to do. And so I just, it was simple. I just wanted to write his wife a note, but I didn't know his home address. So I uh, jumped on instant messenger and I'm talking to the HR director and I said, hey, can you give me his home address? I want to write, and I explained to her, I want to write his wife a thank you note because last weekend, here's all the things that he did. The answer I got back from her was, well, I can't really give you his address. And I'm thinking, what? The guy's reported to me for years. I know him. I've met his wife a dozen times or more. And you can't. And so while I'm quote arguing with her over, I am, I just went to Google and searched his name. And guess what Google gave me? his address. And so I said, okay, never mind. Thank you very much. And I moved on. Right. And 
yeah, that didn't prevent me from leading the way I wanted to lead. But I never want to be in that position where corporate says, no, you can't send his spouse a thank you card because she doesn't work for us and blah, 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 blah. I, I just don't ever want to be in a position like that. And if it ever does come to that, I want something I can move to. Yeah, that's that's the uh, big indication of corporate America putting mm-hmm. policies in place that that prevent. How do I say it? it it's corporate America going after the the worst possible scenario that could happen and using that as the basis for the rules that they have. Yes. Right? It's almost that it's almost the uh no tolerance policy yeah. kind of thing, yeah. right? They yeah. assume you're going to do something nefarious. Uh right. that's the way they have to think from a liability standpoint, so they're not going to mm-hmm. give that. But you know, I think of it, you know, from this online business space, I think of it kind of like Facebook. It's you have a Facebook page, you have all these relationships um but then Facebook comes in and changes the algorithm. Facebook mm-hmm. comes in and changes their terms and conditions and what you can and can't do and post and can't post and all of these things. And that's the corporate America that is conditionally imparting their will on you. Now mm-hmm. I give the, it's absolutely their right to do that. Right. Absolutely. Right. We, we don't debate that at all, but what we, I think we think and, and think about it and look at is, is that, going to prevent me from being the the greatest example of of what we want to be the the Mm -hmm. person the leader that we want to be how we want to think how we want to operate how we want to engage and build relationships and serve others and help people win are we going to have these filters that are going to become so full and blocked with dirt that nothing's going to get through it and that is leading you with what it sounds like is leading you to one of the whys that you're making a pivot or at least adding this to your life and portfolio of things that you do. Yeah. I mean, you know, the reality is I I knew that starting a business on the side, it it was not something you do overnight. It's not a light switch. You know, it's that whole thing we've talked about, you know, a number of times, there's no overnight success. And so I I just kind of felt like I want to start something before I actually get trapped into this position that I fear. And now the reality is I may never actually get trapped into that position. Uh, But if I do, I want to know that I started something long ago that is now mature enough that ultimately if I had to make a decision, I could, right. And I could move to it. Um, But number three for me is the big why, right? This is the big one. This is the personal one for me that, you know, honestly, I love seeing people win and I don't ever want to get caught up in a situation where I can't lead at work the way I want to, but there's been plenty of struggles and failures and and falters that would have been really, really hard to get up from if that's all I had on, you know, just being honest, but this personal one for me is huge. Uh, And here, so we've said it a number of times I'm here in Atlanta, Georgia, my family and I, have vacationed at Hilton Head Island at the beach at Hilton Head Island now for years and years and years. We've, we've done the Florida thing in the Gulf a, a few times, well, a lot of times in years past, but probably now for the last 12 or so years, we vacationed at the beach in Hilton Head. And my wife loves it. And, and I, lo- I do too. I mean, love the community. She obviously loves the beach part of it and all that. I like the beach too. Um, as long as I don't have to sit there all day long. 
Uh, I can do that for a few days with some good books, um, but that's not going to be my everyday event to sit at the beach all day long. But our dream, so first of all was a passion. Second was a fear. This third one is a dream, right? So our third, our dream is to, I'm going to say retire to Hilton Head Island, but we don't want to wait until we're 65 or whatever the magic age is now that you, re, you know, quote, retire, meaning quit work and, and, and then hope you got 20 years ahead of you. We want to, we want to do that much sooner, much earlier. We have two boys still at home. Our daughter's in college. Uh, we have two high school boys that over the next two years, they're going to enter into college. Most, most expensive seven years of my life, by the way, but they're going to enter into college. And as they mature through college, we should be in a position where we could start to move. But I'm not going to go to Hilton Head Island and get a nine to five job in some business, especially, you know, in software engineering or something like that, which has been my core competency all these years. So I'm going to have to take a business with me that, and it's got to be a business that I can conduct from there or from Atlanta or from anywhere. And obviously an online business is ripe for that opportunity. So it's a big dream for me and, and my wife to, to, uh, to move there at a much younger age than the, than the magic 65 retirement or whatever that is. And uh, so that's for me, the big personal, big why that keeps me going and gets me, uh, gets me up in the morning to, to get after it uh, with this dream of, uh, of starting another business. No, that's great stuff. And, and that why right there will make, you're, you're going to work hard anyway. You're going to do the right things anyway. But when you have a why like that, that is so clear that you're working towards, it makes everything you do so intentional. It makes mm -hmm. everything you do lead to something bigger and greater than yourself about your wife and getting your kids in college and being on the beach and, and having a second, mm -hmm. second chapter of life that you right. get to control and decide how it goes. So I love it. Those are three good reasons, my friend. I love it. Um, what, what else you got before we button up? Well, so I, I think for our audience, I mean, again, if you're considering an adventure in online business, just or an adventure in any type of business, right? Just sit down on a regular basis and, and, and think about rehash your, your big, why your big purpose, why are you, what makes you willing to go and do the hard work and sit down and think about those things, write those things down. And oh, by the way, they may change over time. That's why it's, in, in my opinion, it's, it's important to revisit these things. And I thought this was an opportune time for us to revisit these things as well. So just sit down and consider what is your purpose? What is your big why as to why you want to do th this, this business? Uh, and then once you have that, just get started, right? You know, we talked about earlier how I landed at credibleleaders.com and, and, and all of that. Yes, I'm a big fan of you got to plan things and all that, but don't get paralyzed by planning. Just start doing, right? Just start taking some action. And then you made the point of, as you take action, you're going to learn things and you're going to adjust. And, you know, and that's what you're going to hear in this podcast out loud is when Stephen and I discover things and we adjust and we pivot here, we turn there, we make a mistake there. This, this is succeeding and we'll share those things with you. That's what you're going to hear here. And if you're in that adventure as well, just get started. Yeah. And 
The reason we we chose adventures in online business is because trainwreck.com was already taken, right? So uh, if you want, if you want to, if you want to wince a little bit, sometimes just tune into the podcast because because we're going to share it. We're going to be as open, uh, open book as an open book can be. And, and that's the only way because that really helps keep us accountable too. It's going to keep us accountable to getting better, to sharing, to growing, to scaling, to monetizing all of these things that we want to do. So it's a, it's a great experience. I'm really looking forward to how this unrolls or maybe unravels a little bit in front of us and uh, just can't wait to, to get into this here in the, in the coming episodes. You want to button us up? Yeah, let's do that. So uh, first I'd say, yeah, uh, trainwreck.com was uh, already taken. But listen, just listen in as Stephen's saying, because a lot of our train wrecks happen in slow motion. And so you'll get all of the detail uh, surrounding some of these train wrecks that we have. So tune in for that. And listen, hey, so here's what you can find. So head over to adventuresinonlinebusiness.com. Adventuresinonlinebusiness.com. That's adventures, plural. Uh, I made that mistake earlier today adventures in online you'll find the show notes for this episode this is episode number 51 and in those show notes you'll find the links to everything steven's doing and everything i'm doing you'll find our email addresses there and so forth we'd love for you to reach out to us so be sure you check out those show notes and until we talk to you next week where we're going to discover steven's big why be blessed and lead well <laughs>